0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Imprise Bank. Up next, the latest on the Kansas State Wildcats from the guys of Three Maw. John Kurtz, Derek Young. And Cole Mandek, who will get you caught up on all things Wildcats from a collective perspective that can't be found anywhere else. The latest news, the top stories, and an insider perspective to keep you in the know. Make sure you hit that follow button so you don't miss anything. 3Maw is proudly presented by 360 Vodka. And now, the latest on K-State Athletics.
2: Hello and welcome into another Free Mob Pod. I am John Kurtz. Uh, I'm excited for this one, man. Fired up. It is uh, National Signing Day. So, of course, not only do I have the great Cole Manbeck and Derek Young with me here today on the pod, but we have the bringer of cats, uh, K State's director of football recruiting, Taylor Bratt, with us. Uh, and uh, always appreciate his time. Always, always. This is his uh, Super Bowl today here, getting everybody signed and getting a hell of a class signed uh, at K State. So, really excited to get into all of that with him. First, let's make sure and thank Holiday Distillery, uh, Ben Holiday Bottled and Bond Bourbon, 360 Vodka. You guys know them. You love them. We've had a lot of positive reviews on both, so make sure you check those out. Whatever it is that you're celebrating, if you're getting ready for uh, the Sugar Bowl coming up, which is uh, not too far around the corner, K-State and Bama, make sure that you have uh, your tailgate, your watch party, whatever, stocked with uh, Ben Holiday Bottled and Bond Bourbon and 360 Vodka. Great K-State folks that support our pod, so shout-out to Holiday Distillery. Taylor? Taylor? My first question to you man are, are you bringing the sauce today? You bring the I'm sauce?
3: The, yeah, I'm bringing the sauce and I thought you guys were providing the bourbon and vodka what you guys were talking about. What happened? You guys fell through <laughs> on your end. I got I came through on mine. No, but it was it's been a fun day. Uh a fun theme. I think we've had some fun themes from the legos to the stickers, the playing cards and now the sauce. So uh exciting times, good stuff. Well, I,
2: I hesitate to ask this almost because look I'm in, I'm getting to my mid 30s now. So this is going to make me sound kind of old but like can you can you explain bring the sauce to uh to those that are that are
3: unaware i mean bring the juice bring the jazz bring the energy bring the sauce uh just something we thought would be cool to put labels on it kind of uh each ingredient is kind of describes the kid um you know just something different that hasn't been seen or done just trying to be creative and get exposure as much as possible and to be seen so i mean that's kind of the the meat and potatoes behind it i thought I thought it went well. I thought the kids really liked it. We're shipping their bottles actually to them, oh, so nice. they'll get that. I mean, it's kind of a cool little perk. So just trying to have some fun with uh, with signing day. Love it, love my- it. Video with the speaker was great too. Go ahead, DY. Yeah, <laughs> I
4: was gonna say my first question is: I think one of the last guys to sign was Jordan Allen, and I know that you know he was being pulled in other directions by other teams there at the end. Did did he make you sweat a little bit on signing day?
3: No, he just needed to get his butt out of bed. <laughs> no, he was uh, – I talked to him last night. He was good. He's been locked in. Uh, no, he uh, – you know, the hard part is with this signing being so late is a lot of guys aren't in school. That's why we had all these early signings for a lot of these kids. And uh, he's not in school, and his parents are at work. So, you know, and you got to sign that thing at 7. Well, both his parents work earlier than that. So, um, they were gone, and he had to go run up there to go see mom, get it signed, and get the, get the picture sent to us. So, it worked out perfectly. But, you know, Jordan has been – You know, I know he's been pulled and prawned, but he's been a loyal cat all the way through to the end. And he said it to me a long time ago. This is where he's wanted to be from day one. And he stuck to that. Um, You know, he is such a hard worker. You know, I even got a text from a high school coach in Kansas about him playing basketball. Like he was showing his son, like, hey, that's the type of leader, the type of player you want to be. And he's been that throughout this whole time, Um, you know, with big images and names coming after him. So, you know, it's been pretty fun that hey, your, your guy, Scott Wildcats, even calling. So uh. <laughs> I, like that.
4: I guess uh, and secondly for me is I, I know you've had good classes in the past that probably didn't receive the recognition they probably deserved. I mean, heck, you just won a Big 12 championship. But is it fair to say you guys felt a little bit more resistance on the recruiting trail from other programs this time around just because of how many guys you were – Pursuing that were recruited by several other teams.
3: Yeah, I mean, the, there were a lot of kids that were highly sought after in this class, probably more than ever in the past. Um, you know, and it was great hitting off so many early and loyal ones. But towards the end, you know, it did. You know, people are interested in our kids. I think they see us as good evaluators. I mean, when you guys have dudes like Deuce and Felix that were barely ranked, dy. But uh, no, that's not on you. But you know. <laughs> When those guys get out there and then they perform well, it's got to say something about at least the evaluation part. And, uh, you know, and that's good. I mean, I wish they were all easy gets, don't we all? But, you know, it's a battle and a fight to get the best players to come here. And, you know, the ones that have been in it from the start, it was more than just football, I think, that got them here. And that's even more because when it gets harder or gets rough, they're loyal to something else other than just what they're doing. So, you know, that's a good sign. So, no, but it's, it's definitely been a battle. What what have the, the last couple of weeks been like for you guys,
5: Taylor? You, you win the Big 12 championship, but then you got to re-recruit your own guys now in the era of the transfer portal. You got to make sure as many of those guys stay. And then you got to retain your incoming class, fight off a lot of those other programs coming after them at the last minute and also land
3: some last minute additions. I'm sure it's been extremely hectic for you guys. You know, it's been just a, uh, it has been nonstop. I mean, more than ever has been in the past. Cause literally Big 12 turn, Big 12 championship. You win it. My wife was out there just crying like a baby because I mean, she hangs up the last war the tree every year, and it just says "Bring home a Wildcat championship." So she got her biggest Christmas present. Uh, then you literally from flying home that night, going to the basketball game, waking up the next morning. I think we had a staff meeting at 10 o'clock in the morning to go over our roster about our guys. Our our guys on the roster. Um, I say it every year. And we said it in our staff retreat, the most important recruit, honestly, is the kid that's on the roster right now. You know them the best. You know their family the best. You know what drives them the most. You've got all those feels about them. But, you know, at, right to the staff meeting, literally Monday we met with guys. Tuesday we're on the road. Get coaches going every direction. And, you know, your head coach only gets one stop. So we're trying to plan out coaches' stops for all the kids that are mid-year because you won't get to them in January. So you're literally go, 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 go than official visits. I'm so thankful that that first weekend that we could bring kids in, we're all basically guys that were committed. So it made the weekend a lot easier. It was a lot, you know, you didn't have the stress. You didn't have to worry. It was a fun weekend. Everybody knows hanging out with KC Gorillas a wild time. So, I mean, it was a fun, fun weekend. And then the next weekend, portal guys, transfer guys. Um, you know, we only had one high school guy in. Um, and it was, uh, and he was at two other institutions before us for the last three weekends. So we were his final visit um but yeah it was a grind and and staying on the kids that you've had you know staying on the guys that have been committed since the summer staying on the guys that you've got committed through the season um you know and and trying and that's what the best the benefit of being the last visit is you're the last touch or the last seat when you visit them for a game you just hope they remember what they saw at the game and how they experience our environment because our environment is unmatched and i think you know just trying to make sure they, they understand hey sold out every game big 12 champs just reiterating it over and over and over and over again
2: yeah I I I gotta step in and ask about Avery Johnson obviously I don't think there was a a ton of drama surrounding that you you talk about committed cats and guys that have been around for a long time and in this class ready to go and a ringleader of it no doubt about that but man for all the pursuit after him being such an elite quarterback and the the performances that he's had on the circuit uh over the last year or so what what was it like down the down the final stretch with him and just uh, the the recruitment in general? Of, of I mean,
3: Avery. he was he was reaching out about who to contact. He's been so loyal from the start. He is a different dude. I mean, he has been bought in. He has been what you would want as a, as a son, as a teammate. I mean, he is all invested. Uh, I think he understands the importance of loyalty and brand. You know, the realest ones get it. You know, they understand what they're building for for the future, uh, what they're already doing, their namesake, um, staying low, staying local, staying loyal. Staying loyal. Uh, you know, and he's been that guy. I mean, he's been awesome. Uh, and he's tried to help us in recruiting. He's done a good job of it. Um, he's bought into the team we have right now. He loves seeing what Will's doing. I mean, that's he's a true teammate. And you can't have enough of those because that's where our, where our culture is right now. It's no individual. It's all together as a team. And he has been that guy. And sheesh, number one player in the state. I don't know the last time we got that done. And, you know, it's and it's awesome that it's a quarterback who's doing so many things, too with the bowl games he's been in the U S army American bowl, like all those things, he's being a part of everything. And, um, you know, going to kids, birthday parties to wearing the, having kids come over to this Halloween Jersey on. I mean, he only, he gets that cause he's an unbelievable player, but also because he's local. And I think he sees that and understands it. And it's just been awesome to be a part of his recruitment.
2: And it's interesting. You bring up Will Howard because I think a lot of kids would look at that and be like, Hey, all right, well, they just had this, it was going to be a one-year guy quarterback and now they won the big 12 championship with a guy who still has some years of eligibility left here and might see that as a negative, but has there been much of a conversation about that or any concern on his part about that?
3: No, I think he's excited for competition and also excited to learn. I mean, there's, I mean, he gets it, dude. He's, he's invested and locked in. So, but yeah, I'm sure a lot of guys would see that as a competition or something to worry about. And, I think Avery's just worried about Avery, which is what you want. And taking care of his work is going to take care of itself.
4: Was Ace kind of like the Avery on the defensive side of the ball? I mean, that was a real marathon of a recruitment. I know that you guys probably invested the most time in to win it, but it just yeah. seems like just how thorough and how much he approached his process was pretty similar.
3: Yeah, I know he was a kid that did not want to get rushed to making a commitment. Um, And – you know, Coach Sander did a heck of a job. He really did with the consistent contact with him. Um, same with Coach with Chuck. Um, everybody worked their butts off for him. And so did Coach Kleinman. I mean, it was a full uh, team win on that one. And, and it, that's been two years, I think. Him, Wilanxia, Wesley, Fair, uh, Avery, all those guys we've been recruiting for two years. I mean, Ace came to camp. Uh, Wesley came back to camp this summer just to come out and do it and he was already committed. Um, but Ace has been, You know, came down unofficially, came for an official over the summer because we thought he might make his commitment early. You know, then after he doesn't make his commitment early, kicking your butt like, dang, you you shot it. Now you're now you got to hold on. Um, And then he caught back for a game. Uh, Having some of the success we've had with the Iowa kids from Senate to Mott, um, I think also speaks volumes. and, And how many just Midwest kids we have on the roster, I think, is a big thing that these kids are looking at, too.
4: Another thing that I kind of wanted to ask about was – and you kind of referenced them already, but the BB family, obviously. Camden is another one in the line. For those that don't know, just from a personality-wise, how different is Camden from Cooper?
3: Well, they're both ultimate competitors. They want to compete at everything. But, yes, they're, they're pretty opposite brothers. I, I love Camden's flow he's got going on right now. I think I think <laughs> mom and dad are tired of it, but it's too great not to have it. But oh, those two dudes – uh, what were we doing? We went out to practice on Saturday on this official visit, and we left. I think practice probably about 20 minutes early because the kids literally been with us all day, so we're taking them out to the hotel to nap, and they're getting ready to run. And I think Hayden Gillum or, or Cooper looked up at our because our indoor has a new balcony, like a recruiting ledge. And they looked up there and goes, "Where's Camden? Get him down here. He needs to get start running now." And and good thing Camden wasn't here because I know that he would have barked back at him. I mean, it just would have been nonstop. So you know, but yeah, those two dudes are awesome and. Uh, you talk about unbelievable families and you know this class um obviously it's a team effort without a doubt but some of the families of the kids we got here uh truly stand out from anxios to the fairs um bosses, um they believe in their kids they believe in us um and it's been a. you know you learn something from everybody right and every family that comes in here you kind of learn something from and, and there's been a lot of good role models and you know why a lot of these kids are such good kids is because of their families Taylor,
5: circling back to Will Howard and and obviously Colin Klein as well with this offense and and all of the success that you guys have had offensively in Big 12 play, K-State led the conference in points per drive. So your most efficient offense and conference play only been much more explosive this year and thrown the ball around more. How has that uh, been, the the feedback been on the recruiting trail with skill position guys? It, It seems like you guys have brought in maybe the most skill talent you have in a long time with, with Spivey and Andre Davis, obviously, Joe Jackson at the running back position, Metzger, Anzio et cetera. Uh, how has that
3: helped you guys? Oh, it's a big deal. I mean, when you see the kids and they see that they have a chance to get the ball, I mean, right, that's what they all – they want to win, but they also want to make sure they get a part of the win or a piece of the win, right? And I think them seeing that uh, this season, especially, like you said, with the stats, with the points, with the guys, the, getting the ball spread around to everybody, Uh, What Deuce has done in space, uh, what what Malik's done, knowing that we got to replace him, Uh, you know, you got to replace Malik, you got to replace Cade Warner. I mean, uh, you got to replace those guys, and I think they see that as a opportunity for them to come in and compete, and that's what you want. It's just an opportunity to compete, so it's it's definitely helped.
2: On the defensive side, I think somebody that a lot of us are really excited about, especially after watching him lock up Malik Benson in the JUCO national championship games, William Lee at, at corner. Uh, what do you guys see in there? And then was, was that another one where with the, the barrage of interest that he gets late that you have to kind of sweat out a little bit?
3: Yeah. Well, and Maddie tells me, you know, we hired Maddie uh, this past summer. She tells me that he has the best name in the class. Cause it's Willie, Willie, yeah. so <laughs> Willie, so amen to Willie, but uh, no Wills dude, he, he balled out in the national title game. We had coach, coach standard was there. Coach Malone was there. Uh, coach Kleiman was there. Uh, we had all three coaches, at the game, present for the game. And shoot, even the game televised, you know, I'm sure you guys watched as well as I did, man. They were talking about the Cats, which is great to see. Um, and having a corner do what he did in that game is terrific. Losing two corners. I mean, we got some great ones on the roster with um, obviously Parrish and Garber. Um, and now this just helps with, you know, competition depth and depth and trying to elite, get us to that elite level.
2: Uh, on the running back front, I know you mentioned, hey, you know, we have receivers leaving and guys see that as an opportunity to come in and play. You're waiting on the decision of Deuce Vaughn, which, which I'm sure is going to be a tough decision here that Coach Kleiman has said is going to happen after the bowl game, after you guys play Alabama. But how, how do you handle that on the recruiting trail when you're out looking for a potential uh, transfer to come in, somebody through the portal now as, as you move forward?
3: Just keep recruiting. Just keep combing the portal every day. I mean, you literally, we kind of got like a, basically a GA or QC assigned almost every position when we could, when, we get in, we we talk about the portal every morning uh, and just see who's in there, who's not, and continuing to recruit even if the spot's not there because you never know what happens. I mean, that's just roster management at its best. I think Coach kind of poked out the other day, man, it is a wild ride at just trying to maintain your own, let alone build on what you got because you don't know what the future holds. You don't know who's staying, who's going, and trying to project and trying to stay ready so you're not caught off guard or you got the position filled so you're not worrying, you know? And, God God forbid injuries too. I mean you always gotta have a guy ready. So uh it's definitely kind of like recruiting, kind of like playing the next man up. Let's go out and get him. And once we know, we'll uh we'll target some guys and get them up here in, in this new uh early January recruiting period now that wasn't here until last year. So uh we'll just locked in. So don't worry, John. I'm not leaving Manhattan, Kansas. I'll be here for Christmas, everything. I don't even leave anymore. So and that's okay, okay. with me. I'm okay with that.
1: Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.
4: Yeah. Is, is there anyone that you signed today or that you guys have signed today Did um, you guys probably like a little bit more than everybody else that you think doesn't get enough publicity for as good of a player that they can be?
3: Shoot all of them. No, I, I they're all dudes. I mean, I just – and yeah. they're all different positions. So it's hard to really peak one over the other. Um, obviously, you know how I feel about my local kids being one myself. Um, they, they, they're they're probably why I do this. Um, but there's no one that I think that really stands out over the other. It's going to be a team thing. It's a team thing to win every position, every deal's different. I don't really have my list in front of me because usually lackey has this really nice printed out sheet that I can have right now, but he's still working on it. So I blame lackey, but, uh, (laughs) yeah, I mean, there's, I don't know if there's anybody that's really underappreciated. Um, you Know the hardest guys are probably gonna most appreciate the guys that commit the earliest. Because everybody's on to the next guy, just like we are with wins, right? We're not worried about the win against whatever, worry about the next win or the or the ne- or the most recent win, right? So probably the early commit guys don't get the most.
4: Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I think uh, one that one that came together late for you was Andrew Metzger from the Denver area, obviously. Nah,
3: for- yeah, he did some good things. <laughs>
4: Yeah, for those that don't know him, what, how would you describe Metzger and his game and what he can provide to you guys?
3: Um, big athletic tight end, just like Will. I think those two will be, I hope, roommates, best friends. They're coming in together. Um, I mean, they're both really good kids, really good families. Again, and, you know, his film is very impressive, and we, you know, didn't know if we would have that need. And we even told him towards the end, you know, this is what – Something opened up. We're gonna have a spotting out that we told Will too because we kind of told Will at the beginning to be the only one, um, and so that kind of is what happened. And we're doing a lot of stuff with tight ends, so um, I think that intrigued him. And shoot, uh, he yeah, he blocks well, he catches well, plays in space well, and I think him and Will are just two absolute dudes.
5: What what do you say are your your main needs left, Taylor, as you look forward into to January with the
3: portal in terms of positional talent? Where, where do you guys need to prioritize? I mean, always D tackle. I mean, and those are always kind of transfer late guys in my mind, and uh, see what happens with our roster. Maybe a running back. So other than that, I think we're pretty good. Of course, who knows? <laughs> but we'll we'll keep recruiting and probably almost everything really, and just to see. Maybe another DB, but uh, D tackle for sure. And then we'll see what happens with uh, 22. So,
0: you
3: you guys have had a lot of success in the transfer portal, obviously,
5: over the years. Does that help your recruiting pitch when you guys are yeah, going out really? to, to other transfers with all the success you had, like Julius Brent? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, we sold a deal about Russ, Timmy Horn. I mean, we, we talked to those kids about all of them. You know, they came in one year. Most of them were just grad transfers, you know, and Timmy's still playing for the Falcons. Um, And shoot, Russ is doing a great job with the Rams. Um, All of them. And our our transfers have really came in and have bought into the culture and believed in it. I mean, look at uh, Reggie, the sauce, the real sauce bot. He loves this place. Um, And I think getting the right transfers and vetting kids and vetting where they come from and really doing a good job. And our staff does an unbelievable job. Coach Anderson does a really good job of, you know, handling the portal guys. I mean, I don't say it enough, but this is a team thing and everybody does it and transfer recruiting is tough because you don't have enough time to really get to know a guy or learn about a guy. So you really got to trust people and do your job and try to dig and find out uh, more about them.
4: Well, One of the underappreciated guys, in my opinion, because I was actually looking at all the senior tapes that were available last night when I was putting the evaluations together. To me, it's Ryan Davis. Um oh.
3: Gosh, he really no.
4: popped on film. His his senior tape might be one of the best senior films of your entire class. Just well, what are your guys' impression of him?
3: Again, another great kid, great family. Fits the Midwest culture. Fits the mid- our roster team. Unbelievable motor. Aggressive. Tries to rip dude's heads off. I mean, he is a physical, tough a player. Um, he, he does it the right way. And, again, I think Coach Wyatt is super fired up. I think that DN group. Might be the best group we've ever signed overall. You know, three of those guys. We'll see what Cheedy does and where he grows and what he turns into. But just having those three guys with the length they have, with the strength that they have. I mean, we're going to have to do some offensive packages for Jordan Allen. I mean, he does some great things on offense, too. But, no, Ryan, sheesh, Ryan is an absolute terror off the edge. And he looks to be very great with his hands, good feet, high motor, all the things you want he's got.
5: What about the uh, the cornerback position, Taylor? Donovan McIntosh, one of my favorite recruits in the class, and then also Kenigel Thomas out of Oklahoma in the secondary. I think those two guys look like studs,
3: but what do you make of them? Kenigel's an unbelievable competitor, super athletic. Um, I mean, he, his lateral movements, how well he can break on a ball, all those things. I mean, he is juicy, juicy. Uh, and, and then Donovan, I mean, he's so long. I mean, that's – and he's got all this stuff too. Long arms, can run. Uh, Plays against great competition at the school that he's at. I mean, he does a lot of great things. Very humble kid, hard worker. Um, Again, two great fits for us.
2: I know we've asked you a question along these lines before, but it's just one of those things that I hear fans worry about and ask about so much that I I feel almost inclined to ask it again, especially when we saw – you know, I saw like Pat Narduzzi at at Pitt was talking about, hey, guys were throwing around $5 million trying to lure Drake May away from North Carolina – there were some of those rumors going on early in the offseason, and and it's kind of the wild, wild west right now. But, I, I mean, how, how close to reality is some of that with the, the money being thrown at guys? And, and where I, how comfortable are you at with, with where K-State is at in the NIL
3: game right now? Uh, Of course, we want we want to sell more NIL. I mean, we want um, our collective to do as much as they can. You know, we need it. And I think they're starting to head in that direction. I think our fan base are getting in on it. I think everybody here is on board. And, you know, it's crazy you're not supposed to, but I think coaches talk about to kids. You're not supposed to, you know, it's, you're not supposed to use that as a sell, right. Or a recruiting part or some, some guys might go to a kid and say, Hey, I'll double whatever K-State's doing. You know, I try to tell the kids, if you don't talk to a collective or a business or a company, what's really real, you know, we can't provide you with anything. You got to put in the work, your brand's got to build it. You got to do all the stuff the right way. But I mean, there's going to be options and opportunities, just like anywhere else. We, we have a small town, which I think is a benefit because we are the big show, but unless a a coach can't tell you yeah when you show up i got a car for you that's that's illegal does it happen i'm sure it does but how real is it now the car company calls you the dealership hits you up now it's getting pretty real you know that car might be an actual real option now so um you know nil's crazy it's a wild wild west we're hanging on we're trying to do our best man that sounded like i just rhymed right there so uh save that but uh (laughs) no it's 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 a roller coaster ride and trying to figure it all out with also with the new rules with the transfer portal with roster management um i'll be doing great if i can live to 50 doing this role so uh but it's uh yeah it's wild and stressful
2: you ready to see uh saban over on the other sideline here in a couple days
3: yeah let's do it let's do it i'm excited that's an unbelievable opportunity i try to tell my kids you know we're playing one of the best schools and places and coaches to ever do it and uh i think it's an unbelievable opportunity for our guys who are like DIY said underappreciated um you know and why not why not us why not now um let's take us to the next step we got everything else in place why not do it but
2: well, I, i'm i'm ready for uh, taylor bratt to be unleashed on new orleans No, oh,
3: i'm not i'm not neither is my wife no i <laughs> no but yeah you, you want to talk about wild when, when you're talking about how weird and wild this is i think back to when i first got here or maybe when coach Snyder first toga took over i really had two titles recruiting and special teams like i came in fab and just and there was nobody else besides me and kelly and a 2g as side inside of the ball and this is just in my time i can't even think about the previous coaches doing it in the 80s and 90s but how much has already changed i got chuck i got uh now two girls at work one does recruiting travel one does the weekends um i don't do special teams thank goodness i came and even fabbing it now doing all that we used to do for each coach and where we're at because it is a without a doubt a team effort from every coach has to be on board um to everybody else because it is a lot of travel here travel there my flight got canceled hey book me this i need to get here i mean it's it's crazy and now I kind of like the fact we still have a smaller team because we all know each other. We all know what's going on. Exactly. I've mean, even made Chuck move into my office. I'm like, not, I'm no, I don't care about having my own office. It's not about that. It's about winning games. You're moving in here so we can figure out everything that we need to from the portal to travel to weekends. Um, but gosh, dog, special teams and this woo. I'm so glad <laughs> that, uh, uh, Oh, it just baffles my mind. It hurts my brain.
2: <laughs> that is crazy. I forgot about that. Well, <laughs> Hey, we certainly appreciate it, Taylor. You guys, uh, everything that you guys do for K-State, you and, and your entire staff, the entire staff. And congratulations on the Big 12 Championship and uh, and a hell of a signing day, my friend. Thank you for joining us.
3: Hey, I appreciate you guys. Cole, I love the picture. You and your wife, Vanessa in the background. Please give her my best. That's uh, right, both cats. I appreciate you guys, man. It's nothing better than being around people that love the same thing I love. So uh, I appreciate you guys. Have a very Merry Christmas.